What is up, questioning marks? We are coming at you today with a pick of the week episode, and it happens to be Adam's week this week. So, Adam, what is going on, pal? What's up, Jared? Happy to be here. Monday, great way to kick off the week. We just came off of our review of the shows from last week, Raw, SmackDown, and uh, AW Dynamite, as well as a lot of action in New Japan and ROH. So a lot going on, but we wanted to take some time to talk to our fellow marks out there and fans talking about the impact of mental health and professional wrestling. And I'm, I'm really grateful that I had an opportunity to bring this pick up with you guys uh, and that we have an opportunity to discuss it here today. Um, yeah. So I actually got the chance to watch this documentary and without giving too much away, um, it was uh, very interesting to me and it definitely, uh, you know, I definitely enjoyed the entire thing. So without uh, further ado, Adam, let's, uh, let's get things rolling. Yeah, we'll jump right in. So, um, just to let people know, and we'll put, we'll certainly put the link in the the replay of today's episode. It's uh, actually a, po- a fellow podcaster, and this comes from the Chris Van Fleet Show. For those of you that have checked out Chris's page on YouTube, he's got awesome content, great interviews with wrestlers and people in the business. Um, for several years now, he's really built himself up, and I always enjoy his interviews. And happen to catch an episode he did a few days ago with, and I don't even know if we could use his name anymore, Jared, but Big Cass. People will know him in, in WWE as Big Cass or Cass XL on the indie scene. Um, so, uh, we, again, we'll definitely put the link out there to the interview. You can catch it in podcast form or video form. For me, the video, you know, seeing the, the visual kind of tells the story. Uh, those of you out there who have followed Cass's career or, or know about him and Enzo Amore, uh, you know, great uh, tag team together in WWE, came up through NXT, worked up through the ranks to get to the main card. Um, and then, you know, Cass, which he talks about in this interview with Chris Van Fleet, really struggled with alcohol addiction. He was in the throes of major addiction withdrawal, uh, major issues with mental health and depression. Um, and a number of people along the way, both in and out of the wrestling community, helped him get back up on his feet. And today, you're looking at a seven-foot-tall big man who's making his way back into the wrestling business. And um, I don't know if it's going to be with WWE. I don't know if it's going to be with AEW. Maybe he's going to go overseas. Uh, he certainly discussed those weighing those options in this interview. But um, for me, it's just more about, as he says, William Morrissey, the, the man, and not Big Cass or Cass XL, the character, and getting himself right. Uh, and it really touched my heart as someone who struggles with mental health issues. I'm very open about that with uh, the co-hosts of this show and with people in my inner circle. It was so inspirational to hear what Cass had to say um, and and overcoming the stigma, which unfortunately still pervades our society when it comes to mental health. Well, thank you, Adam, for that uh, you know little synopsis, and I'm glad that it, you uh, were able to connect, you know, personally with that um, with the documentary. So, as far as me watching it, I actually did watch it in TV form, and um, I'll tell you, I'm a big fan of Big Cass. Um, I'm a big fan of Enzo. Uh, I love their run in WWE. Um, they were as hot as could be without winning the titles. I actually think they were supposed to win the titles at WrestleMania when the Hardys returned, if it wasn't for the Hardys returning. So I think that kind of slowed them down, but um, 
I hope he cast definitely comes back to WWE for sure or AEW, you know, so we could see him on mainstream TV. Um, like Adam said, a, a young seven footer, you know, coming back into the business. Uh, it's great to see him, you know, turn his life around. Um, I will say this, uh, watching this documentary, he mentioned how um, him and Enzo basically showed up at the Ring of Honor, uh, New Japan Supercard of Honor, in which Matt and I were at, at Madison Square Garden. And he said only about six employees knew that him and Enzo were supposed to be there. And it's so funny because me and Matt were there. And I was joking around with uh, with all the people around us, and I said it'd be funny if Enzo and Cass showed up. And the minute I said that, and people around me were started like freaking out, like, "Oh, I hope not. That would ruin everything." And when the when Enzo and Cass came out, it like these people really like started going crazy, and they were like so upset, like almost like their night was ruined. Um, and in this documentary, Cass basically says that nobody knew, so. It would be cool for him to somehow listen to this and, uh, you know, hear my little uh, story from that night. But uh, awesome documentary, Adam, and definitely understandable, um, you know, where you're coming from, where he's coming from, and how you guys connect. And it's an awesome thing to see. I, I believe that everyone deserves a second chance in life. So, you know, all, ha- all, uh, all the power to him. Guy's in great shape now, and he – is definitely on the up and up. Absolutely. And, you know, I got to say, uh, it's interesting. Normally our pick of the week is a doc or a documentary series. And so we're kind of in that frame of mind today, even though we're talking about a, a podcast interview, but it just goes to show you, I mean, and again, you, you have to see it in person. For me, I, I like to actually watch the person talk and, and emote and, and get their feelings on camera, you know, what they're going through. Um, they really, he really walks you through the story. So it almost, even though it's not actually a doc, Jared, it almost felt like a documentary. And I would love, you know, we've seen other documentaries of um, wrestlers and navigating their stories, whether it came to addiction, uh, mental health issues. Obviously, there's the dark side of it um, when they don't come out the other side, such as the, you know, unfortunately, the Chris Benoit story, which we saw right. in Vice's Dark Side of the Ring uh, season two last year. But this is, I mean, this is a, a real positive story. And at several points, you know, he might not have made it. That's what really touched me is, you know, he, he gets really choked up and emotional about it when he says that there were family and friends that just didn't expect him to survive. And if you haven't seen it, the house of hardcore show he was at in 2018, where he is in the throes of alcohol withdrawal and begins to experience a seizure, which is not his, it's, it's maybe may have been his first, but certainly wasn't his last as, as he talks about in this interview, he went through subsequent seizures after that. So it's just for him to be back and alive, healthy, uh, it's it's amazing. Now, Adam, I I know you're you're definitely going to agree with this next statement, but uh, he mentions in the podcast that um, you know, he didn't want help, and he didn't like he thought his way was the right way and the only way. Now, me being now, you know me, you know I'm a very prideful guy, and I can now not that I've you know have you know needed help, you know, but. I could see myself if I did need help, you know, being in the same situation, thinking my way is the right way. And, the, and that, you know, it, it's, it's not the right answer, but I, I can see myself, you know, being that same way. And 
obviously, you know, it's it's not a bad thing to ask for help, and it helps a lot of people, like you said. And maybe if Chris Benoit asked for help, you know, it, it could have been a different story today. Um, but yeah, uh, I definitely uh, respect Cass for finally owning up and realizing it was either death or uh, help. And you know what that speaks to, Jared? I'm really happy you brought this point up. Is the fact that. Uh, you know, there's a stigma across our society. Obviously, it's gotten better over the years, but it still it still pervades our society, and it still prevents a lot of people from speaking out and seeking help. And I think uh, you see it you see it everywhere, but where it really I think peaks is in I don't want to say necessarily male dominated industries, but industries that pride themselves on whether it's masculinity or aggression or a strength, you know, whether it's physical strength, mental strength. Um, and I think it, it, when it comes to the wrestling business, I mean, watching this interview, what I was thinking is, my gosh, like what would it have been like for Cass had he, you know, been in the business, say in the seventies or the eighties, you know, I, I can only imagine what the locker rooms were like back then, you know, people, he wouldn't have people, made it. People, well, I don't, I mean, I, I hate to say it like, but, but people, you know, people weren't on Twitch. They weren't on, uh, you know, they weren't on social media. There wasn't this kind of culture that we have. And I hate to say it, but it was more of a macho type of culture, which, right. which may still exist. Right. Um, I definitely agree with that, Adam. But another thing, another thing with Cass also, um, the people he had around him, which is so key, like uh, Enzo and DDP. Um, I don't know if you recall in this interview where he said that he would like. So if let's just hypothetically say the, you know, the week of WWE's house shows and Raw's ended in Jersey, he would. He would he would continue he would stay in Jersey you know drinking while everyone else flew home to their respective hometowns and Enzo would fly back to that town and drive Cass all the way back you know so that just shows that's you not, that's not just a tag partner that's a that's a true friend that's a brother yeah right so that that you know and like Cass said Enzo is perceived the wrong way sometimes because he's so full of himself and just a confident guy and you know could speak out a lot so. Um, just to see what kind of guy Enzo really is, um, shows you, uh, you know, the type of people Cass has around him and the type of people that the wrestling, you know, industry, ha- you know, um, has in it, you know, guys like DDP and Enzo who, um, helped big Cass basically save his life and his career. You know, it's a, it's a true fraternity, like you said. And when you talk about DDP, uh, for those that have followed the show, you know that I'm a huge DDP mark uh, because of the influence he's had on my life. Um, just just to go off on a tangent for two seconds, but I think it, it really relates. Um, DDP's uh, the DDPY, the DDP Yoga program has saved so many people's lives, and in particular, what he's done with the veteran community, which um, I'm very much involved with at my company and, and very much involved with uh, on an everyday basis, uh, supporting our, our, our service members. Uh, and I will never forget going uh, on the I'm on the train going from Brooklyn to Manhattan for a DDPY uh, Inspiration Meets Perspiration workshop with. The legend, the man, the man, the Mick, the legend himself, DDP, is there doing a doing a, a workshop, and I'm, I mean, I'm on the train going into the city, and I'll never forget that I was sitting across from this couple that, and at the time, I mean, DDP 
yoga before it was DDPY was was a big program, but it hadn't reached the heights yet that that it that it has today. Right. And so I, I'd never heard anybody talk about it. I thought like you know you think it's one of those things where you think you're the only one. Just like with mental health, you think you're the only one that has an issue. And I'll never forget. I'm I'm looking across from this young couple, and it was um uh the guy was a veteran, and and I could I could. Just from the conversation, I could hear them talking about some, something in the military. But I, I kept noticing that she was holding he, he was holding a cup of uh, like a, a Starbucks cup of coffee in his in both hands, and she was kind of like gliding and caressing his hands, and it and just eavesdropping on a conversation, and then kind of making my way into it. I learned that he was struggling with PTSD, um, and it was the DDPY program that helped him. And she, you know, he was he had this like this kind of like um. Uh, inadvertent kind of shaking that from his from his combat service that she was helping him with you know in that moment but it's just it just i'll never forget that experience and then going to the ddp uh workshop and so what he's done for guys like big Cass, and of course i mean the legends like scott hall jake roberts of course you know the the resurrection uh, documentary is, is another great pick for people to see um it just shows you just and, and there's a there's a quote that DDP has that that always resonates with me is never underestimate the power you give yourself by believing in you, and never underestimate the power you give someone else by believing in them. And uh, at his low point, you know, I think that's what Cass needed is uh, and and here today, you know, he's he's uh, his girlfriend who was as he talks about in the interview was really critical to his recovery as well is Lexi Nair, who's uh, DDP's stepdaughter. And she's been doing a phenomenal job on some of the AW uh, YouTube programming. Um, so really, really happy to see where she's going in her in her career uh, in the business too. So it's just all around a really heartwarming story. And surrounding himself with tons of positivity, which is the only and best way to go, honestly. And I'm sure you can attest to that, Adam, because negativity just brings bad, bad problems. Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, one other angle I kind of wanted to explore with this is – uh, and this is bringing it back to a strictly wrestling conversation because I, I be, we've talked a lot about booking angles and storylines and how we might do things. There's been a history in in wrestling of integrating whether it's addiction, mental health issues uh, into character development, and um, you know there's tons of examples, but like one that comes to mind, and it, it's interesting because. In watching an interview with him, he said that he actually approved it. Uh, was Scott Hall back in his WCW days when he when he was dealing with um, alcohol and drug addiction, and Bischoff actually used that as part of his character. Um, and he, you know, he he approved. He, you know, he he certainly wasn't at a, in a great place in his life, but he, you know, it was sort of unavoidable. And kind of flash fast forward to today, we've talked about in AEW with um hangman adam page you know the the whole drunk angle you know that he's always intoxicated you see it you know you would see it on the um uh, on the bte show on different vlogs and and of course they worked it into this into some of the storylines on AEW dynamite so just curious to hear your thoughts of like do you think that especially for someone who's struggling do you think that that's detrimental i mean even if the guy's okay with it just as a booker like what's what would be your view of that um i think uh, times have definitely changed for sure. Um, I, if I was involved in it, I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't be okay for me personally because you know now you're including my troubles into uh, a place where I'd be looking to get to get away from it. You know what I mean? But um, 
yeah, I wouldn't be too too thrilled if it was me, Adam. I think that you need places to get, escape these problems, and if they're just drowning you with it, you really stand no chance. And I think it could have contributed to a guy like Scott Hall's problems, but uh, man, that it, it, it's a tough situation to be in. You know, just thinking about it because you're living it and then you're working it. So you know, you're you know, basically your whole life is involved in this. Yep. And you know, and there's no uh, escape. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in, in the last few minutes we have, I just, I just want to say for anybody out there who's struggling, I mean, you look at a guy like Cass, se- like we said, seven foot, I don't remember how much he weighed, but even, even when he was, was out of shape, I still wouldn't want to mess with the guy. <laughs> you know, he, he is a not. bad SOB and, um, and to, sh- and, and I hate to, to put it this way, but it almost takes seeing someone of that stature and, and that hype having gone through this to, to realize, you know what, I'm not alone. That it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter what skin color, what background, what size, what shape. Uh, mental health is a universal struggle. It's 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 something that we can all get behind in terms of supporting one another, especially in this global pandemic where we're all isolated. Um, you know, there, there's a, a hashtag that I've seen which is alone together. So it's you know we we are alone in our homes, but we're together and we we forge that bond together as a wrestling community. Um, so you know, for me, what I think about is just seeing Cass healthy, uh, seeing him continue to move in that positive direction. And who knows, maybe we'll see him in an AW ring. Maybe we'll see him back in WWE. Uh, I don't know, Jared. I know where Jared, Jared would certainly like to see him back on Monday night. Raw. (laughs) Uh, I would love to see him back in WWE in some capacity with Enzo, honestly. And just touching on one thing that Adam said, um, it's never too late to turn your life around. And, uh, you know, asking for help is the, is probably the best way to, uh, you know, really, uh, you know, help yourself and, and turn things around. Um, watching this interview um, was awesome, and I definitely enjoyed it and recommend everyone watch it. Um, yep, and we'll put the link up for folks, just again for reference, it's the Chris Van Vliet Show. That's Chris, V-A-N, and then the last name is V-L-I-E-T Show. Yep, and... Uh, we are on Twitter. We would love to hear from you. The question 11, and we will be at you with another episode Sunday. Uh, with that being said, Adam, thank you so much, and we will see you guys Sunday. Uh, peace out, questioning marks. Looking forward to it. Stay healthy. Stay blessed, everybody.